0: At top of the 12th floor of the Remax World Headquarters, you're listening to Start with a
1: Win with CEO Adam Kantos. And top of the 12th floor of Remax World Headquarters here in Denver, Colorado. It's Start with a Win, the podcast from Remax Headquarters. How you doing? I got producer Mark with me here. How you doing, buddy? I am so good. So good. Yeah. You know, you you need to smile you talk to this guy. <laughs> He'll hand you one real quick.
0: <laughs> Boom. Just handing out smiles. Like It's my part-time That's job. It. You never
1: run out either, do you, right? That's
0: right. You got smiles for days.
1: That's it. So cool. So, hey, we got a really fun guest on with us here today. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of ours from Southeast Florida, uh, Bree White with REMAX House of Real Estate. Bree, how you doing?
0: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
1: We're glad to have you on. Hey, you and I have kind of been uh, riffing on this whole social media thing for quite some time. We've been friends on Facebook, and uh, I'm trying to catch the Instagram vibe. I've got Kayla helping me with that. She's doing an amazing job, but I'm still struggling with it. So I'm glad to have you on today, because maybe you can shed a little bit of social media insight upon us. Down with that?
0: I'm totally down. Where should we start?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So hey, first of all, tell us a little bit about your business. Where are you at? How do you build it? You know, how do you communicate with your customers, things like that?
0: So my business is pretty much on the go like every other realtor. And I've built everything from social media. I would say 95% of my business in 2018 and 19 has come from someone that saw me either on Instagram or Facebook and just kind of like recommended that way. I had a really low budget, and I was trying to maximize the most that I could on that budget for right. spending money.
1: I love that because you know it's businesses just don't run out and just kind of like throw money everywhere i mean you're you got you've got to be smart about your marketing, about your targeting of you know potential clients, things like that. Let's talk about Facebook first. I heard a rumor a while ago, and i'm I, I know the answer to this, but I think our our <laughs> listeners should. Somebody told me that millennials don't like Facebook and that Facebook is dying and it's just, just kind of coasting at this point. What do you think about that? I mean, what you said you built a lot of your business on Facebook. How did you do that?
0: Okay, so Facebook is literally my scrapbook of my life. And so I <laughs> of that concept and transferred, transferred it over into my business. And from that, it just kind of blossomed into this thing where I realized the more you post, the more you're seen, right? Right. And only what is it like 15% of our friends are going to see our stuff anyway, any like on their feed. So by the time I posted something one day, three days later, it was still gaining traction and people were sharing and it just kind of snowballed where it's still like, aha, this is free. Right. For the most part. Right. And if I make it public, then people who are Facebook stalking me, will see it. And it just, it kind of goes from there. Um, With regards to Facebook kind of dying out, it's definitely a shift. I don't know if anyone's seen the Facebook commercials on TV. I mean, I don't have cable, but on Hulu and stuff, I've seen them where they're shifting more towards groups. So I'm a power admin for a Facebook group I have, and it's really just kind of becoming a hub of here we are. We want to feel heard. We want to be connected. Where is my tribe? And that's what Facebook
1: is becoming. So you've you you had a pretty powerful word there, and that's tribe, aka a community. You look at how your and I'm just my job is just to observe things and say something. Sometimes that gets me in trouble. The <laughs> uh, you know in, in all reality, what you're doing is you're present. Your I mean, first of all, you have personality. So thank you for that.
0: Thank you on a good day. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I mean, it's you know, you're you're Bree, and people go, hey, there's Bree. And, you know, you got that look on your face like, hey, I'm about to say something that's really insightful or really funny or, you know, just check this out. And so you're building a community and and helping kind of gather those people. Is that a big part of your business? Because it seems like, you know, in communities, you know, which is what realtors are part of, um, people do business with people. Is that a fair statement?
0: Yeah. So I learned early on when I transferred over to be a full-time realtor that I wanted to work with people that kind of vibed with me like it was all about the energy and the attitude and we just had to connect because I had like two transactions where it just it wasn't that vibe, and I was like you know what I would rather refer the business out than work with people like that so it just kind of became like I'm going to be authentically me unapologetic and I'm going to go for it and then I'll repel the people that don't want to work with me which is totally cool and I'll attract the people that do and it's just kind of morphed into this Thing that I I honestly never expected to in such a short period of time.
1: Let me ask you a question about that. I mean, you're obviously you're present uh, in these things. Um, you're active on social media, meaning you know you actually have to type something in or record a video or, or post something that generally is of value. And I hear from people go, oh, Facebook doesn't work for building my business or whatever. It seems to be those people that are just like lurking in the background and don't do anything. Is that, I mean, have you seen that? Totally. You know, what, 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 yeah, advi- well, okay. what so advice do you have for them?
0: Rule of thumb, and it's like legit my pet peeve. If you're a business owner, if you do something where you're trying to gain a following or something, make your profession public. If, like, I should be able to go onto your personal page and see that you work for a real. I should be able to see that you're a realtor or a brokerage or, you know, you own um, an air conditioning company. It should be public information. And I anything that has to do with my business, I post as public. I tend to use my personal page a little bit more than my business page because for me as a millennial, I want to see the person behind the business versus just the business.
1: So you're humanizing your, your business, right?
0: A hundred percent. I'm not one who likes picturesque things. I like things that's raw and real and it's just, it tells a story. And, and that's what I tend to gravitate to. And I think a lot of people are.
1: So personal tells a story raw and real. I love this. I mean, you're, you're like totally transparent in your life with what you're putting on social media. Is that, is that a fair statement?
0: Oh, totally. It's, it's crazy because I've put some really personal things on there and I've kind of cherry-picked what I share when I share it. And what the most beautiful thing has been is people will come up to me personally and they'll be like, thank you. I'm like, for what? what I do? I'm like, Am I in trouble? And they're like, no, 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 your post on Facebook. Um, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that's amazing. Because again, it goes back to that building a tribe and a community. What people don't understand is, so I have a teenager and he's 15. Him and his friends communicate more on their cell phones, through Google Chats or Google Hangouts or or anything in general than they do in real life. So those connections that you're making online and in social media, they're valuable. They're just as valuable, if not more valuable, than your in-life connections.
1: That's cool. Yeah, I, it's it's funny because, I mean, we met originally on social media, you and I, and yeah. we ran into each other at a REMAX event, and you're like, hey, what's up, friend? And I'm like, hey, what's up, friend? And, I, and we're both kind of sitting there going, we've never really met in person, <laughs> but we felt like we knew each other. It was hilarious.
0: Totally. It's so cool because, you know what, it takes away that barrier of, like, those first impressions when you meet someone in person, you kind of, like, judge someone. Or you have a, a notion of how a person's going to be within five seconds. When you're on social media, you all you have is what they've decided to share with the world.
1: Right. So you, right. it
0: kind of takes away that you know.
1: Can you tell when somebody's fake on social media?
0: Oh yes, yeah. You can completely tell because it's it's like a pattern, and it's I call it like an algorithm <laughs> in a way because I'll post the same stuff. Like it's never anything that's genuine. It's like. They're putting up a facade of who they want you to think they are versus who they actually are.
1: All right, key point here, folks, listeners: don't be fake on social media. Bree will call you out, and uh, and and nobody will, yeah, <laughs> nobody will want to do business with you because they'll know you're you're being fake about it. So that's awesome. Hey, <laughs> let's shift gears a little bit here. Let's talk about Instagram for a second. You've been successful on both Facebook and Instagram. So you've got a personal Facebook page. You have a business Facebook page for your real estate business. Both of those kind of overlap. But tell me about Instagram. What should we be doing on that? What is the value there? Uh, obviously, Facebook owns Instagram.
0: You know, yeah. How's does, how does this whole
1: thing overlap?
0: So Stories is huge right now. I'm sure you've heard that plenty of times. It's really just about connecting and sharing. What I found for me is it's been a great resource to find local businesses, and local businesses have found me. I even had, believe it or not, I just closed a listing that was a referral from Instagram. How crazy is that? Like people say, oh, there's no business to be had, but there is, you just have to honestly, it takes time. There's programs and stuff out there to help you. And it's more of a visual aspect too. Like, I feel like you can do whatever you can be really creative with it. So you can go really picturesque or you can be raw and real. My, my Instagram's a little bit messier than others just because, I'm an emotional poster, I guess is what it. I would say, versus a planner. Yeah, it really, guys, the one that's there. All
1: right, what's the difference between an emotional poster and a planner? You got me asking here.
0: For me, I have to be in the mood. Like, I want to convey that moment, and I want to capture that happened in my life in that moment, whether it's a listing, with a beautiful picture or something, that's just right then. Whereas, some people will create a content calendar And they'll plan out, okay, on Wednesday is all post topics of, you know, Wednesday wisdom. On Thursday, maybe whatever the holiday is for that day, like National Donut Day. Or, you know, I'll do my reviews on Fridays. Like, they plan it out. And sometimes they'll have it post automatically for them. Or they'll choose what they're going to post per day. So I'm just kind of, I have no rhyme, no rhythm. I just go with it.
1: Do you think, is one better than the other, or is it just pick something and do it?
0: It's preference. You have to pick something and do it, and it's really, what I recommend is studying other Instagram pages that you admire, and cherry-picking what you want to do and how you want your persona to be perceived on there.
1: I like that. So, uh, just pick something and stick with it. Consistency wins, right?
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: Cool. So, hey, I have a question for you. You talk about, like, followers and things like that on these followers on Instagram you have followers and on Facebook you have friends. I had somebody ask me the other day, hey, I want to build my Instagram account. Should I buy followers? I've heard that. What, what's your take on that and what is it?
0: Well, right now you're not allowed to buy followers. Instagram has put a block on that, but there are companies and platforms that are trying to work around the algorithm. So I personally had a program that would like on my behalf And that's how I met local businesses. So I put in a bunch of hashtags, right, and geographical locations and things that I had interest in where I went in to see, okay, well, who's here, who's there? Otherwise, it's a manual thing where you have to go through, spend time, find people. And, you know, we're out running a business, we're selling homes, we're dealing with clients, one more thing to do, but now there's a block and all of that. So we have to do it organic right now.
1: So you got to go in and just spend, you know, it's, it's one of those things you spend like 10 or 15 minutes, three or four times a day, just going in and searching local businesses and taking a look at what they got. Exactly. Providing them feedback, interacting with them basically is what you're saying, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what I've seen too, is there's a lot of companies now, um, at least in my area that will take more of a LinkedIn approach to Instagram and they'll DM you, which is direct message you and they'll share like hey this is my services thank you for liking my post there's anything i can do for you please let me know and that's a great way to start a conversation
1: so still just like interacting like you're walking up to somebody shaking their hand going hey if you ever need anything let me know
0: yep exactly
1: that's cool so i mean basically it's you know must be present to win is what you're saying right 100%
0: yeah i agree it is
1: that's cool what key tips. Give me a tip or two for each of these. If, if somebody really wants to start building their business around Facebook, you know, give me a couple tips for that, a couple tips for Instagram.
0: Consistency is key. Make yourself a goal. Um, and this is for both platforms, this tip decide, am I going to post once a week or twice a week or three times a week, whatever it is. Right. And I always tell people between one and three times is a great start. The more you post, the more people will see Facebook For sure, do not get flustered if you post something and nobody sees it. The reason why no one will see it right away is because you haven't posted in a while. So you have to give it time. And it will show up and you'll start to see. It's a snowball effect, both platforms. The more you do it, the more attraction you see. And make sure people know you're a business is the number one thing. First of all, people are going to Google you. They're going to check out your reviews. They're going to check out everything. Make sure that they know who you are and decide what you want to share and what you don't want to share. You can make stuff just for friends on Facebook and you can make it public. I always recommend if it's for your business and it's a win, make it public.
1: Okay. So let's, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about content itself. You and I ran into each other recently at the Remax video camp here at Remax yes. headquarters. What's your take on video on social media? I mean, it's, Obviously, you flew all the way here from Florida for a reason to go to this video boot camp, um, which I'm an attendee, an alumni of as well. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. What's your take on video for businesses, for individuals when it comes to social media?
0: So video is important, and I will say that I was quite insubordinate for it for a very long time, and I have finally thrown in my white flag and said, okay, i got to do it. It's time. But I think that there different ways that you can utilize your video, you can go ahead and do... I actually really like motion art, and I don't know if you've seen that, and that's technically considered a video. And when I've run ads with my motion art graphics, hands down, way more interaction than I ever would have with just a post.
1: Tell us what motion art is.
0: So motion art is where you take a still image or you take a video, and you freeze part of it, right? And then only a select portion moves. So it could be you in the rain holding balloons. You freeze your body, and you freeze the rain, but you make the movement of the balloons still go. And it's just kind of cool. It's really catching, and and I like it. I use it a lot.
1: Is is there a particular app you use for that? or I mean, how do you do that?
0: Yeah, so I have two apps that I really like right now. Um, One is InLight Pixel Loop. It's only on iOS. Sorry, Android users. I did some homework and I was trying to find one for Android, and unfortunately, there isn't one out there yet. And then my other one that I use is called CineGraph. And that's where you actually take a video and you turn it into a motion art versus a photo and adding animation.
1: So Pixel Loop is a photo and adding animation, and CineArt is taking video and making it into a photo that has movement.
0: Yes, but it's called Cinegraph.
1: Cinegraph. Just I'm sorry.
0: In case you're searching for,
1: yeah, that's okay. Pixel Loop and Cinegraph. That's like a huge tip on today's podcast. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. gonna go, I'm gonna go download those. So it's
0: addicting. I'm just letting. I love it.
1: <laughs> this is awesome. I've I've taken a lot away here on on the social media aspect of this. So I have a couple questions for you. We typically get back into the Start with the win portion. Any favorite books right now? Any good books you're reading?
0: Yeah, so I'm rereading The Slight Edge, and that one is amazing. That's by Jeff Olson, and I highly recommend that. That's that's a game changer by far.
1: Why, Why is it a game changer real quick?
0: That one's a game changer because it's kind of like we all have to make decisions in life, right? And we can make a positive or negative decision as everything as little as, you know, drinking coffee versus not having it. And... It teaches you the compound effects of how if you make little slight changes over time, it builds into something huge.
1: And I love it's attainable. Yeah. I love and by the way, I have a cup of coffee in my hand right now. So um, <laughs>
0: me too. There you go. Oh, there you
1: go. Cheers. Um that's that's huge. And uh compound effect is, is massive. Um there's actually a book called The Compound Effect from Darren Hardy. So I, I love that one as well. I'm gonna have to get the slight edge. I've not read that. Full disclosure here. I I read a lot of these self-improvement and business books. Uh, What's the other one you were going to mention?
0: So the other one, and I I apologize for the title, guys. It's called You Are a Badass by Jen. I'm going to not pronounce this right. Jen Saro, I think. Um, Sorry about that. I like that one because it is a motivational as to how to get rid of self-doubt and not having self-worth. But it's done in a tone that's not a motivational book, but it is. It's kind of like a girlfriend talking to you or a friend that's like, dude, you just got to snap out a bit and like, let's go. So it's refreshing.
1: That's awesome. You are a badass. I got to say, Brie, you are a badass. Okay?
0: <laughs> Thanks. That so, a good day, I think. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, I'm serious. I mean, it's having human-to-human conversation with you as well as on, on the social media platforms. You're a great friend and, and so much appreciate that friendship that we have. One final question for you on Our incredible podcast here, Start With a Win. How do you, Bree White, start with a win?
0: This is going to be really cheesy and super simple, but it's like for me, it's a game changer. I make my bed every morning. Like I have to make it. Like I don't let anyone else do it. It has to be me.
1: (laughs) That's how Navy (laughs) SEALs start with a win, by the way.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm just kind of, it's this sense of such a minor accomplishment that's just, it means everything for the day, in my opinion. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's so cool, you know. I and I totally agree with you. I mean, start your making your bed is huge. That is a, a massive win for everybody. Those of you that didn't make your bed today, shame on you. Go make your bed. <laughs> and and you get to get into a a made bed at night, which like for me is a huge thing as well. So, anyhow, um ladies and gentlemen, we have been honored to have with us here today and taking some huge social media tips away from Bree White, one of our incredible Remax agents in Florida. So Bree, thank you so much for being with us. We we greatly appreciate your time today.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it.
1: Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, we will catch you next time on Start With a Win. Thank you so much for listening to
0: Start With a Win. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to go on to iTunes and subscribe, write a review, or rate the show. It helps us get the word out and reach more people. You can follow Adam on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, Start With a Win.